I get the vach, everybody. Freilich uh, nechanaka, lichtige chanaka. So you know, one of the, the nyanim, one of the themes of chanaka is malin bakaydesh vloim reden. You increase to increase light, to increase, not to be satisfied with what's done and what's been accomplished, but to always increase. So lekavit chanaka, I'll tell you two stories. That's what I'm going to do. I'll tell you two stories. Malin bakaydesh. <clears throat> so one ma'isa is like this: when the great chassidish rebbes, when the great tzaddikim, was known as the apterov. Rav Yeshua Hashel of Apt. He's a big, big tzaddik. So the Maisa goes that one of the nights of Hanukkah, so he, was, he lit the menorah, and it was big avoid this, big inyanin, when the tzaddik lights the menorah. And after the tzaddik lit the menorah, he sang songs, he said tehillim, the usual avoid by Hanukkah candles. And then afterwards, he went outside. And the chassidim didn't know why, but he looks outside. He was just like standing, you know, in front of his house, just looking up at the sky, just looking around, just looking few minutes. He comes back in and when the, the Hasidim noticed that as the Aptarov is walking back inside from taking his little uh, break out there, he had a very, very heavy look on his face. He looked very sad, sabrachin, something was definitely bothering him. And he immediately just goes to sit down on a chair, you know, by the table with his head, you know, in his arms, contemplating something really disturbed by what he saw, even though he just went outside, looked at the sky. So the Hasidim didn't know what to do. So after, after about 10 minutes or so of him just in deep thought and contemplation, he gets up, he says, he makes a, makes a motion like this, and he goes back outside. Also, the same spot, looks at the sky the same way, the same few minutes, and he comes back in, and now he's all smiles. He's all happy, and he continues, and he makes a, a Hanukkah Masib with the Hasidim, they sing songs, different time. And the Hasidim like, didn't know what's going on. First he goes outside and uh, seems to be as if he didn't see what he what was so happy. And then he goes back again and it's happy. So, what, what was the... so they asked the Rebbe what was going on. So the Rebbe said, you know, I'll tell you what happened. He said, after Hanukkah candles, I decided to go out and to see what's going to be with, uh, with the town, what's going to be with the city, you know, for the rest of the year. We know that there's such a Kabbalah, there's such a t- tradition by the Tzaddikim that, you know, on Yom Kippur, our Gezerah, our decree is sealed by Ni'ila, there's a Chasima. And then Haishar Rabbah, there's such an Indian of the Gemara Chasima, the, the, the seal of Yom Kippur is completed on Hashanah Rabbah, the end of Sukkot. But there's a Kabbalah by the Tzaddikim that really the Gemara, Sheba Gemara, the completion of the completion is on Hanukkah. Okay, so he wanted to go outside and to see how the rest of the year is going to fare for the Yidden. And after I've said he went out there and he was very disturbed with what he saw. What did he see? He saw that there's no Parnassah. There's no parnasa. Everything that was that was decreed from Rosh Hashanah has already been consumed. And there's mamish no parnasa left for the rest of the year. And he's looking at this, he's like, that's the chasima, that's the gemara chasima. How, how could it be such a thing? Mamish, I don't see any parnasa coming, I don't see any hashboys, any good things coming to the Yidden. I was mamish ice manch, I was, I, was, uh, I was beside myself. I couldn't handle it. And I came back in all upset, disturbed by what I saw. And then after about 10 minutes or so, I said, you know what? Let me give a second look. You know, sometimes, you know, maybe the first uh, look wasn't so clear. Let me try again. He goes back and he said, when I, when I went back out and I looked what was going on, I saw the same thing, that the stock and no pranasa coming. But then what I, what I also saw is that the same thing happened last year. What I, I, I looked and I saw of, in last year's decree, it was the same thing, that there was no, everything was consumed, all the pranasa was taken over, was taken up by Hanukkah time, and there was officially nothing left from Hanukkah and on. 
And yet, the Rabbanu Shalom made miracles, and he gave us Parnassah last year. So I figured to myself, no, if this would happen last year, it's not going to happen again. And even though it says officially in the books, there's no Parnassah coming, the Rabbanu Shalom, that happened last year already, and the Rabbanu Shalom was able to bring, uh, over, overrode those decrees and gave us Parnassah, the same is going to happen this year too. That's Mamash Hanukkah. That's Mamash Hanukkah. What looks like it's over, what looks like it's completed, there's not enough oil for more than one night. And that's, a, that's, that's technically the way it should be. Rabbi Hashanah says, you know what? Eh, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. That's what Hanukkah is. That Shabbos will come. That's Maisen number one. It's Maisen number two. There was a, uh, a Fabrengen on a Hanukkah once by the great Tzaddik, the Rebbe Rashab of Lubavitch, Rishon Dovber. And so the Rebbe Rashab was known for his unbelievable mind and, his, and the Hasidus that he taught. But very few like Maifsim stories from the Rebbe Rashab. So the chassidim were for bringing, and they're having l'chaims, whatever. And one particular Jew gets up and he says to all the chassidim, and the Rebbe's there, and he says to everyone, he says, you know, we don't have too many stories of, of meifsim from our Rebbe. <laughs> the Rebbe's right there. He says, but I have, I have a meifsim story. So everyone's like, quiet. I'll tell you the story. So he says like this. He says that last year I, uh, I came to the Rebbe, and uh, it wasn't the Hanukkah time, it was like during the summer, during the summer months. And I came to the Rebbe to get a bracha, whatever. And the Rebbe says to me, he says, what do you do for a living? And so I told him that what I do for a living, I'm, I'm involved in, in the lumber business. And so uh, that's, that's my parnasa. So the Rebbe said, is it, is it true that sometimes for the business that you're involved in, you have to spend time like in the forest, like hands-on with your workers and just, you know, to actually be there present when the lumber is being prepared he says yeah and it happens sometimes that uh you know a few times a year i have to actually go out to the to the forest and those areas that are being harvested from for trees for my business and i have to actually you know be there deal with the people it happens and sometimes i have to actually you know you know rough it and sleep a few nights in the forest with like a sleeping you know in a tent whatever it is because that's that's what i have to do sometimes so the rebbe said the Rebbe said, does it ever happen that you have to do that on Hanukkah? And, and, and this is during the summer. So, so uh, the person said, I mean, sometimes it falls out that way. There's no specific set time that I have to spend time, you know, in the forest. It's sort of whenever, you know, business-wise, it, it, it's, it's the right timing. But, I mean, sometimes it, it, could, it could happen. It could happen. So the Rebbe says, okay, fine. If it ever does happen like that, just make sure to remember to bring Hanukkah candles. And make sure they're very big ones. You should bring wax, wax candles, even though it's interesting, usually it's oil. Make sure you bring wax candles and, and, and big ones. Make, make them big. Okay, it's a funny question, a funny request. The whole thing is funny. Okay, fine. That's what happened. Meanwhile, this yid says, so months go by. It's, that was during the summer. Months go by. It's now getting close to Hanukkah time. And he's realizing that he has to, it's, it's, it's due time for him to make a trip to the forest area for his business to make sure everything's running smoothly. And he schedules a certain time to go. And he looks at the calendar. Oh, you know, it's Saka Hanukkah. So when he realizes that, he remembers what the Rebbe told him, that if he ever finds himself in the forest on Hanukkah, he should make sure to have big candles with him. Okay, so that's what he does. He's a chassid, fine. So he prepares the candles that he's going to need for that, you know, for those couple nights. And he makes sure there's big candles. Okay. Meanwhile, he goes and he's, uh, again, he travels to the to lumber area. Everything's good. He organizes. He talks to the employees. You know, works out whatever needs to be worked out. Everything's fine. 
No, comes the night. It comes the nighttime. So now he's in his tent, and it's Hanukkah. So he takes out his big. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's about to get his, his stuff ready when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he hears tremendous noise and yelling and screaming. What's going on? And he sees out of the bushes come this 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 group of hoodlums, this group of bandits, and they begin to attack him. That's what he's saying to all the Hasidim by this Farbrangan. They're all attacking me, and um, and they're, they're they're beating me up, stealing my money. Taking everything from me, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to give them everything I want. I, I don't want to, I don't want to get killed. After this whole thing is over, this odira is over. They, they take out, they take out a gun, and they tell me to kneel on the floor. They're gonna, they're gonna kill me. They're not just gonna kill me. And I start pleading. This with the chutz. I start pleading with my, for them, with my life that I, I, you took everything you want. I'll give you everything you want. Just, just spare my life. I'm not gonna. And they, and they've said like, you know, you're gonna go to the cops. You know, we can't we can't leave any witnesses over here. And they're mamish, mamish about to kill me. Then a thought pops into my head, he says. The thought is, listen, if this is the last moment of my life, at least let me make a final request. So they say, okay, you know what, a final request you can make. He said, listen, I'm a Jew. And tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. And lighting Hanukkah candles is a big deal. So my final request is, the last thing I want to do in this earth, let me at least have the opportunity to light Hanukkah candles. So he's like, okay, fine. Why don't you find like Hanukkah candles? So he goes to his bag and he takes out this big, this big wax candle with like a big wick on it, and he sets it up by his tent, and he this is the last moments of his life, and he you know scra- you know turns on the match, whatever it is, and he after all the brachas with crying and mamish this mesiras nefesh, he lights the Hanukkah candle, and. They say, okay, so you did. He said, one second. There's there's some songs that you sing after you light the candles, but it's just a few minutes, and this is the last. The, the, this, this is all I'm asking for. Is it fine? So he's singing the song. So meanwhile, he's singing there. Salalu, Mosur, whatever the Nigunamar saying some tell him, and it's taking a few minutes. In the meantime, one of the this is the Chassid is saying over that the candle that was shining it was such a big, tall candle and such a thick thick candle that that candle even though it was only one candle it was able to be seen glowing the the, the pitch black forest also it's noticeable so in the meantime while i'm saying to him and i'm being held with a gun to my head so in the meantime a little bit a number of yards away there is uh my mazel baruch hashem there was a sheriff of the area that happened to be traveling down he sees a glowing light coming from the forest that's what's going on and he comes over and he sees He's able to to figure out the situation right away. Takes out his gun, shoots all these bandits dead, and they're dead, and his life is saved. So the chassid turns to the chassid and no, is that not a meifus from the rabbi that from the during the summer he tells me that if you end up in the forest on Hanukkah, bring a big candle. Spamish the rabbi saved my life. No, such a mice like that. One candle. You don't know what one candle. Dafka candle that's in the middle of the pitch black forest. It could save a person's life. It could save a person's life. No, sometimes a person goes through a. A dark time. Sometimes a person finds himself in the forest. Sometimes the Jewish people in the world is in a dark place. Hanukkah says, you just light your candle. You light your candle, the Yeshua will come. The Rabbanu Shalom helps, even when, like by the Aptorov, even when it officially says, there's no more Shefa, Hanukkah says, there's going to be Shefa. Even when the forest says it's dark and there's mamish uh, bandits with guns to your head, Hanukkah says, it's going to be okay. The Rabbanishim performed Nisim and miracles for us in ancient times. By Yom Heim, is Bismanaz as well. You should only see good things. This week should be a week of Hashpois, Taivis, of Brochus, Mamashad, Blidai, Bibias, Kol Tzedek, Mervi, Menu, Amen.